Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Radically Loved Radio. This is a special episode, and I'm so excited to share the guest that's on with me today because she has been more influential on this podcast than any than any other guests I've had, and I will explain why. So let's please welcome Natasha Zoe to the podcast. She is a media relations specialist. She is uh, the founder of a, a PR agency. Natasha, is that right? Yes. She's not yes. in her head. I'm like, yes. <laughs> she is a- incredibly talented and probably one of the most inspiring women that I know talk about a go-getter. I mean, this woman really knows her stuff. She knows how to make moves. She knows how to make things happen. And I have to say, uh, Natasha, with what I was talking about earlier, like there's a lot of guests that I've had on the show that have come to the show because of you, because you, because of your, uh, referral, because you, believed in us and you believed in my message and you believed in our show. And so you vouched for us. So thank you for that. Wow. Thank you for such a beautiful introduction. Like I honestly, this is the first time we're seeing face to face and speaking one to one and one, but I feel like, you know, that, uh, that is, you know, so that we knew each other for years I because know. of this communication that's been going on. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. of like, the guests that we, you know, we arranged to bring on on the show. And this is just so exciting. Yes. And so for those of you who want to get really jealous, uh, Natasha is <laughs> actually in Thailand right now. She's, <laughs> she's been in Thailand <laughs> since last year. And um, yeah. she was just before we started, she was describing this beautiful sunrise for her. It's evening for, for us and it's sunrise for her. And she was describing this idyllic sunrise overlooking the ocean right now and I was just like oh man yes (laughs) I've been in lockdown in paradise (laughs) that is incredible and so one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about and I know that we can you and I can talk about many different things but you know PR is from my understanding such a such a it's a hard job to do you know public public relations right or being able to connect people with with media what what drew you to do that like what what was the inspiring mm-hmm. pull to to begin that kind of work right um i 
it's not only about PR for me, but it's like, what do I, you know, what are the kind of topics and people that I work with? So I would like to start my story there because uh, it's, uh, you know, PR comes second. What comes first is uh, I'm really passionate about, um, you know, people like you, people like everyone that uh, I brought on your show. Um, I mean, in my mind, I call them like in one common word, healers. Yeah. So there'd be coaches, there'd be, you know, personal trainers, there'd be, you know, yoga teachers, anyone with, you know, a message of self-improvement in any area of life, like being from memory improvement to spirituality, to fitness, anyone that helps people be, uh, be better. And um, the thing is, I grew up in a family of two psychologists. So, <laughs> wow. Tell <laughs> us more. Yeah, that's kind of personal for me. So, you know, that was kind of a normal thing for me. Yes. I like I grew up surrounded by healers and my parents and their colleagues. And, you know, like as a kid, I would be like, you know, I had these two bookshelves and I would pull out one, uh, one like fiction book out of one bookshelf. And the next one I would put out, pull out a psychology book, which was absolutely inappropriate for my age. I think I wrote, read like Freud at like 12, like. <laughs> You don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of set, you know, it's set, um, it's set like a, a frame of mind where, you know, uh, where, and my parents as well, it's set a frame of mind where like whenever something not working in my life or life of my friend, I'm like, the first place you look is within. And of yeah. course, right now there are so many you know, more avenues than other than like, you know, classic clinical, uh, clinical therapy uh, to, you know, to look within so many more tools. And that's where my passion lies about, you know, as uh, bringing this message to the people. And even though I'm myself, you know, I uh, was always surrounded by healers, I always knew I, I, I ain't going to be one, this is not my path, but I was uh, a communicator really, really early on. So I think I became a journalist, like a printed, a printed journalist with published work at the age of 15. So like 15 to 20, that's kind of when I explored my career wow. as a journalist. So by 20, I was, uh, I was pretty much done with like a traditional press. I was like, okay, I've been there, done that. So I think, uh, I think that was enough, like five years experience. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, like that was just, again, it was just a form of, you know, where, where this passion took place. Um, the, uh, the, like my path as a communicator is still, like I still stayed on and, you know, tried the different ways to, uh, to do it. Like uh, from being a marketer, I used to work for Mind Valley, another place where, you know, where I was a communicator for healers. Uh, then uh, I would, um, yeah, then I would start my PR agency where I work with, healers healer types and uh, help them amplify their message through media so it's uh yeah like i always been been sure about um kind of like what is the gift that i have to share it's about yeah. the communication and connection uh and the primary pa passion i guess the the primary why is uh, sharing the messages of healers and sharing the messages of always looking within yes oh i love that and you do it so well i mean you really have uh, just, you know, created a network of, of like-minded people that are all incredible. I mean, I've not had 
uh, an experience where I didn't feel instantly connected than with, you know, the people that you've connected us with, you know, and it's, it's one of those things where you've always been so, it's so interesting because I talk to a lot of people all day long, you know, different, different, uh, guests or authors or agencies or publicists, publishers. And it's so interesting because you really just had such an authentic and genuine, genuine way of communicating that I, again, it's like, maybe we have a like past life something, but I just felt instantly connected to just you and your way and your ability to, um, just really cultivate a relationship. And I think that that's really, that's really the key to connecting with people. I mean, truly, and, and really that's the key to healing as well, you know, is to actually be right to be, to be authentic and to be able to cultivate a relationship over time, you know? So one of the things that we were talking about before we started recording is, um, this whole idea of being seen and, and I'm curious in talking about being seen, why, why you didn't choose the route to go and, and be a healer yourself or like be a psychologist or, or become, you know, one mm-hmm. of these speakers on the stage, you know, you, you decided to communicate in a different way. I'm, I'm curious why. Uh, this is an amazing question. Wow, I think it's going to get me, you know, reflecting on things I haven't reflected <laughs> on yet because, yeah, it's, it kind of was um, so natural. Uh, and yes, I think we all tend to... Uh, like, it's a very frequent path that we uh, tend to make, you know, what's the... I wouldn't say the most problematic, but like, you know, something where around, around which we need to do some healing ourselves, we choose this as, you know, as our path, as, as our mission. So, you know, my mom always said that, you know, every, every psychologist is <laughs> first a patient. And <laughs> that is true. And, you know, and then, and then they come to the work and then I see it a lot for, you know, for all the, all the different, uh, uh, people that I work with and healers says like, this is the, our passion and, you know, our, maybe to, maybe to some degree, a lack of something that drives us to like, you know, really, really be passionate and explore that mm. particular thing. So I think, uh, I think it's still the case for me. Um, and I, I'm going to explain it, um, in a little bit. Uh, it's, um, uh, it's, uh, you say like, why, why don't you choose to become a, you know, a, a healer, a speaker and so on? I, I think I still do, you know, like it, uh, you know, PR, PR might look like a service, just a service business, but it's really, you know, it's really not about that for me. Uh, it's, uh, about the, tapping into the voice about being authentic and about being open about opening it up and about being seen as you know like people choose different methods you know like some uh, you know, like some would choose to you know to over like to see some limitations on themselves like they would choose to over to overcome it by I don't know, sitting into meditations, have a choose it to overcome it by, you know, reflect, self-reflecting through yoga, journal, and so on. Uh, I just see the, uh, let's say, publicity, uh, public speaking, you know, sharing your message as one of those tools. 
uh, of course, it's uh, definitely a business tool, but I also see it as kind of like a personal growth tool, reconnecting with your message, reconnecting with yourself. So uh, in a way, yeah, even if I uh, didn't, I didn't choose to, you know, be a speaker that you know, that talks about connecting to your uh, to your voice. But I chose to do it, uh, you know, helping helping others. But also, like, you know, there was also like a portion Otherwise. of a person. There was also a portion of a personal journey that, uh, you know, very con- reconnecting with my voice, which I think is just happening right now. Uh, <laughs> Uh, which is yeah, which is also a part of a journey. So it's kind of all like you know uh, yeah. connects into like this, you know, into the circle. Yeah, no, I think it totally does. You know, it's it's so it's such an interesting thing because I, I totally agree with what you're saying. You know, I think that not everybody has the de- not not everybody has the desire to be on stage and speak and and do this thing where it's like they're pontificating about their message, or their belief, or their inspiring story, I feel like sometimes people's work says the same thing, right? So it's like you let your work speak for itself. And I I think it's, it's so interesting to, to hear you say what you're saying about how you're basically letting your work do that for you. You're, you're letting your work be that conduit of energy exchange where you can say, okay, this is how I want to relay my message. And, and now that maybe you're in a different place where you're like, oh, so I'll talk about my story now more. I'll talk about my message more. Um, you know, it, it was really hard for, for me for a long time to share my message and share how I grew up and who I was. And in fact, it took Uh, I would say maybe close to probably 30 years before I actually started to talk about it because I didn't think it was important. I didn't think that my story, I'm doing air quotes, Mm -hmm. was important. I felt like, especially when I was around other people who had a similar upbringing, who had a similar story, I'm like, my, how is my story worth sharing? And then what I realized is that everybody's story is worth sharing. Right? Yes, 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 absolutely. Everybody's story is worth sharing it. Like, in fact, I think this is almost like anything that's that's worth sharing is, you know, that's that's how we get those little nuggets of wisdom from someone that we can relate to for whatever reason on an energetic level and like, hey, he gone through something or she gone through something I'm going through. Yeah. Well, I feel like most of the time we can all relate in a, on a human level. You know, I had this interview with uh, a very, uh, a very incredible author and I won't say his name because I don't think his episode will be out yet. It's okay. a surprise, but he is a very, very well-known, you know, uh, been on Oprah, Super Soul Sunday, like this, this type of person. And he, said that, um, you know, our suffering is designed to exhaust all of our differences so that Mm -hmm. we can get to a place where we see the commonalities. And I think that if we apply that to what we're saying about how everybody's story is important, everybody's gone through loss. Everybody's gone through some sort of suffering, some sort of pain that will create a common ground to begin again, right? Maybe it's a disappointment right. of not 
being where you wanted to be after you graduated high school or like not where you wanted to be in your career or not in the right relationship or not where not you don't have kids yet or you know you're not married yet all of those things that we we kind of go through the disillusionment of this ideal of the life that we thought we were going to have right right and now it's like well that's a disappointment. That's a suffering. That's, that's an opportunity, (laughs) right? That's an opportunity to grow and an opportunity to connect with somebody else who anybody who who's gone through the same thing. Yeah. There's so much, like there's so much healing into, you know, into just speaking out loud, you know, that, you know, everything, (laughs) everything starts from, you know, accepting things for yourself, but, you know, there is so much power where, you know, like this is a whole new level when, you know, after speaking and accepting, you know, the, your suffering to yourself, you also have, you know, what it takes in you to go and share it publicly and, you know, kind of like be like this, my suffering, my suffering is my offer, you know, my suffering is what I have to offer to, you know, to the humans around me. And it is, it's like such a, it's such a rich offer. There is so much, uh, there is so much just beauty into being able to say it and there is so much growth and that's why there is uh always you know like this is this is not an easy thing there is why there are so many blockages around uh you know around being able to being able to share being able to speak uh you know the simplest the simplest thing um there is always so many like molds that we try to feed in into into speaking and there's so many he- like that's where we started right so many yeah. healing and into being being authentic with yeah. your story so. yeah yeah i think that it's just it's scary obviously it's scary for people to be <laughs> honest and it's not i, I remember being at a, a conference uh a couple of years ago and i was getting ready to speak and there was all these i mean incredible like Glennon Doyle and um you know all these like really incredible like speakers that speak all over the world and and I was like how am I even on the same stage like this is strange (laughs) like this shouldn't even be this shouldn't even be happening right now and I just felt myself get really small and feel like, okay, my story is not like theirs and my story is not like theirs. So that therefore I shouldn't be here because it doesn't, it doesn't relate to their suffering. All right, all right. Um, but then, you know, I, I had to really go into the special place where I said, you know, it doesn't matter because I'm not here. Cause I'm trying to be like anybody else. The only thing I could do is it. And the only mantra that kept going on in my, in yeah. my head was, just tell the truth. Yeah. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Just tell the truth. That's it. Like Beautiful. go up there and just, just tell your, t- speak your truth. Like just tell the truth, tell your story yeah. and that's it. And, um, and that's what I did. And I feel like so much of what you're saying, Natasha is, is that, you know, in your way of communicating or in your way of being able to put yourself in a position where you are being seen. I mean, even being on this platform, even us having this conversation yeah. for all of our listeners, you know, it's like, we are, we are still sharing to an audience, you know, and it's, it can be a little bit, you know, at times yeah. I, I still tell myself 
nobody's listening. I'm like, no one's listening to this. <laughs> you know, I really do in my mind. I'm like, nobody's, li- nobody's listening. So you can do whatever you want. And that takes a little bit of the, of the pressure off. But then I remember I'm like, well, no, this is, I created this. Yeah. And the people that I have on, I have on because either there's something that I want to learn or there's something that I don't know that I have to learn. Right. It's like, yeah. I don't know what kind of lesson or wisdom my guest is going to say that's going to strike something within me or strike something within within the audience and that's really the the prayer that I have every time I have a conversation with with somebody you know and I feel like that's exactly the same thing that you do with your work yeah 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 that's beautiful and what I uh was uh listening to you about you know the fear about the doubts about your story like I think to anyone listening who you know think that you might have a seed of a story <laughs> in you that's wanting to grow and flourish well I believe that everyone does um, I think it's a really empowering to hear that uh, I work sometimes with uh, uh, also like rock star rock star entrepreneurs like with some 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 big names yeah and, like the know, top something. the top of the top we're not gonna name drop but like some yeah, of the yeah 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 uh, but you you know what like what's what I find really empowering and humbling is uh that it doesn't matter if someone is in the space for like uh like their first year as just coming out just sharing starting to share their story just like trying to connect with it or they've been there for 20 years you know spoke on biggest stages and uh you know really have all the all the glam uh what i find is the doubt is always is often similar you know there the doubt of like you know is 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 it good enough is it worthy is it worthy of of hearing and listening like mm-hmm. the only difference the only difference with the people who have a glam and you know and uh, 30 years of experience behind them is uh, they kind of like got more occasions to practice it so I guess mm-hmm. the the you know the practiced speech kicks in faster than the doubt does so uh, it just shows me that there is no other way other than other than you know other than giving yourself giving yourself like a little push and like, okay, yeah. uh, I'm going to start to do it. And yeah, and I kind of, um, I, I think I'm kind of going through it myself right now. Um, because I told you like that I've been journalist uh, from 15 to 20. Yes. And I really felt like I had a voice. I really was, um, you know, sharing about the things that matter to me. Uh, at that age, I didn't really just cover like, you know, rock concerts and, and news. I actually like, I went into like some crime investigation and oh. like figuring out like injustices and like doing some scary stuff over there but it was like it was because I cared about it and yes. I like hey, hey like I was like I was having my editor like hey we like you know that's going on we need to we need to talk about it so it was like very nerve-breaking but it was like you know true to true to me and then after I uh, finished uh when after I decided that I finished with journalism I think I lost the voice like I haven't lost the ability to speak like I would still write you know write articles I would like ghost write for some people like in and publish in Forbes you know just not under my name 
and I would like, you know, uh, produce a lot of like writing, but I, I like, when I would be like, okay, now I need to sit down and write for myself. And I'll be like, I don't know what do I, I don't know what do I share about? Like, it's like, it's just like a disconnection from my voice was so deep that I like, I know that I need to get back to that state because I've been there before and I know I'm not there now. Uh, and it's not about, you know, having a name card as a journalist It's about, um, it's about, you know, really, uh, being connected to the, to the things that you want to share. And I couldn't, and I couldn't, and I couldn't for years. And, <laughs> uh, that's, um, that's, yeah, I think that's also like a personal path that I'm on for myself as well. And I think it's just in the last couple of years, you know, as I, as I being, as I, you know, just serve as a cheerleader for my clients and, you know, yeah. and empower them to share their voice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, Natasha, you yes. gotta do the same for yourself. Gotta do yes. the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's so interesting. I was just about to say that, you know, it's like sometimes the best cheerleaders and the best, you know, people that are there on the sidelines cheering you on are some of the people that need to also be cheered once in a while. So those of you that are always on the front line that are on the stages that have your team that's supporting you or that the people that you work with, like check in with them to see what, how you can support them and maybe encourage them to, to do the same. It's so interesting. Yeah. I've always been the type of, I mean, even doing video like this, I, I didn't, I, and people asked for years. I started in 2016, end of 2015, beginning of 2016, doing this podcast. And for two years, people asked, Oh, do you have video? Do you have video? And I'm like, no, I don't enjoy being on camera. This is not, Mm -hmm. this is not something I enjoy doing. Uh, I like Mm -hmm. being on, I like recording into a microphone by myself. I'm literally by myself right now. So that's fine to me. That's no pressure, but being in front of a camera, really, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, feed my, my soul. You know, it doesn't make it. I love the idea that I get to reach out to people through this medium, but it's not my preference. You know, I, I Mm. so much prefer being behind the scenes and I really Mm. do enjoy my space there. Mm. I like to just work in the, in the, you know, on the sidelines instead of being on the field. Mm. Um, but I think it's very much that same resonance that you have where it's like, Oh, I can cheer for my people and I can be there, but it, but it's, if you have a message and most, you said everybody does, and we all do, we just have to find what medium we want to express it in. And yeah, and to remember, I mean, I'll, I'll say that that mantra works for me. Maybe it'll work for you too, is to just tell the truth. Just say, yeah. say your truth, just speak your truth. And that, that's all you can do. And most of the time, whenever I'm consuming content, that's all I want to hear. And it's funny because yeah. I love video. I want to see <laughs> video too. Like I love yeah. podcasts. Most of the podcasts that I listen to have video and I always go and watch the videos on YouTube instead of listening yeah. to the podcast. I just go watch the video because I enjoy it more. Um, so it's, I'm totally hypocritical in my <laughs> own. Cause I'm just like, uh, well, I'm doing this now because people have asked for it enough. And now, you know, people can watch these videos on yeah. YouTube, you know, but but I really do feel like Natasha, we're all on the same exact journey. We're all still trying to 
Absolutely. minimize that little bit of doubt that you're saying that doubt that we have that little voice that's like oh who are you who do you think you are uh why is your story special why yeah. is this you know hey like yeah as i say all the all the big names have it too <laughs> that's insider information <laughs> insider information Ooh. <laughs> because but i get to work on do you think that every do you so you're you're right in saying that everybody has it you know, I yeah. think it's fascinating. I love, so my, the last, um, the last thing I'll say here before we, we wrap up is it was so interesting last summer. So, you know, I'm writing my book, right? I, yes. We've talk, we've yes, talked about yes. it, yeah, so I'm really time. excited about. And I was, ha- I was having a writer's block over the summer mm-hmm. and you know, all the stuff that was going on in the U S like the civil unrest, like it was a mess. We were a mess. You yes. know, like it's, we've kind it's of been a little a, bit of a mess, you know, yeah, it's even a harder place to like, you know, to realize, now, okay, so where do I actually stand? You yes, know? How exactly. Do, how do I deal with all that? Yeah. Yes. That's, that's and so on top of all of that, I, I was having to write this section on, on confidence and I was like, how am I supposed to write about confidence when I feel so insecure? Hmm. You know, uh, isn't yeah, isn't it like isn't it also the 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 best place to you know like instead of like instead of being like I got it all covered and figure it out for you and you know I never had a single doubt in my life like isn't it the best place to to relate to people yes. that's that's that are that are reading to you and uh, that are listening and, yes one hundred percent. I want to I want to say something also to like we speak a lot about like uh, how you know like you got a story and and you gotta you gotta like give it a give it a go with sharing it, um, so I can uh, I can also like really relate to people who uh you know who know there is a message but they don't know what's a message is yet mm. um that's also like that's also a really you know like a really strong place to be uh, in like it's like you you know that you know you could share or connect and you can connect more authentically but you're like i think that's i think that's what was going on for me from like you know year to uh from tw- my 20s to like um literally like a couple of years ago when I'll be like, okay, sit down to write for myself. But I knew, and I know I had the voice before, but I cannot tap into it right now. So I, uh, so it's, I think it was also the, the same process of just, you know, kind of like putting myself on the schedule and, you know, writing yeah. a lot and uh, writing a lot to, you know, to things that that's, uh, that's uh, never going to be published, you know, so I can like, slowly like like you know the the morning pages and like all this yeah, uh, yeah, all this yeah. practices of yes. like of of just like getting it out to kind yes. of t- try to try to tap to like to the to the essence so yeah i think there's like a lot of the same like because everyone has a message like it's it's worth like even if you're not going to be public with it like it's worth searching just for you know just for the sake of your personal personal development for your personal like connection with your with your soul right like what is like the you know like if there are like I always think like you know the wonderful wonderful um kind of exercises uh 
imagine you have like a billboard on the Times Square, you know, all paid up for uh, and, you know, kind of like sent to your name uh, and you get to put the message there and, you know, everyone's going to, everyone's going to see it. Uh, so what is, what is it going to be? Oh. So I think it's really, really worth oh. connecting. That is so good. Wow. That is such a great way to end this session. Like that is so, so good. Wow. I, as you're saying that, I'm like, oh, God, that is so, <laughs> such a beautiful way to like position what your message is to the world. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, Natasha, you are really, truly just an inspiring, loving, nurturing, uh, just so, so, so like authentic, real person. And I've always thought that, and I've always felt that. And so I'm, I'm so, so grateful that you were able to come on with us and share some of your wisdom and, and some of your journey. I think that a lot of people will resonate to that honest Thank truth. <laughs> and, um, so I wanted to ask you just because I ask all of our guests, you know, what radically loved is all about. It's all about knowing that we are radically loved by God, source, spirit, whatever your higher power is that the universe works for us and not against us. So the final question to you is, how do you feel radically loved? So it's, it's a beautiful question. Um, honestly, like in the last couple of months or six months or like, I just feel so much love and I feel it from within and I feel it from outside. And I feel like I just, I just tapped into some, into some uh, crazy source of love. I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> Honestly, like, you know, the world being a mess, right? And, yeah. and somehow, I don't know how it's happening. I don't have a how-tos on that. Uh, but somehow, like, the more, you know, the more, like, heartbreaking news there are, the more, like, frustrating, frustrating headlines you wake up to, like, the more I kind of, I, the more I feel dropping into, dropping into love. So uh, I feel that that's something, yeah, that uh, that's something that's, kind of like I tap to and I tap I tap into some universal love so yeah to answer your question I, pretty much anything makes me feel radically loud because I have no idea what happened but somehow I just kind of like connected into into this radical love and it's something that I've been feeling like it's still like sadness still comes frustration still comes but like I always feel this love on the background and I hope it stays <laughs> yes. because I love to share it as well. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that so much. Wow. That is so beautiful. And, and all I'm seeing in my mind is that beautiful Thailand sunset sunrise. And I'm like, Oh, take us with you. <laughs> I'm so, so grateful for you. Thank you again for doing this special episode with us. I, I'm so looking forward to you continuing to share your voice and your story. And I am just so happy to know you. I'm so honored to know you. And um, where can people go for more information if they want to connect with you? 
Um, so would would be my website um, or Instagram, which is the same. It's Natasha Zo. Uh, Natasha spelled with S H. Uh, Natasha Zo is uh, so natashazo.com is my website. Natasha Zo underscore is my Instagram uh, and. I'm, you know, I, all my work I do is about the connections. So please, you know, please drop a connect message. Connect away. Connect. Yes, yes. Connect that's away. pretty much the reason I do what I do. I would oh. love to connect with anyone and everyone. Yeah. That is amazing. So we will add all of those links to the show notes of this podcast. So be sure to check the info button or the description of wherever you're listening to this podcast. And also let us know what you thought. Please share Don't forget to write us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to this podcast. It really helps us and we really appreciate it. Thank you all so much. And thank you again, Natasha, for being here. We love you all so much and we will see, hear, feel all of you guys later this week. Thank you. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this. So please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.